Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about the difference between real love and fake love and the difference between when someone is genuinely nice and when somebody is fake nice. Because I did a post on this and there was a lot of controversy and a lot of people, some people got it, some people didn't, okay? So they're like, please, can you clarify, you know, when you can spot when somebody's genuine and when somebody is not genuine. And it's like this. And some of the people said, well, you'll know it's genuine in time. And that's true. When somebody is nice, you'll know that, you know, they'll stay pretty much nice. I mean, everybody has their moments, but they won't all of a sudden switch up the way the narcissist switches up. Because like I said, the narcissist, their amount of attention and affection and, you know, flattery starts at the top and then it goes down to nothing, okay? Once they feel they've got you, once they get bored with you, that's when they're going to totally switch off and especially the covert narcissist will do this and they'll be cold and unaffectionate. They'll be indifferent to you and it's usually because they've lost interest because they either got the supply or you're put, putting up a boundary and they realize it's going to take a lot of work to get that supply or they're just flat out bored with you, okay? So this is the thing with narcissists. They always get bored. So, you know, you can never satisfy or make a narcissist happy. So how are you going to know when you meet somebody whether they are genuine you know, they're just a nice person because a lot of people got on there and they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, people can just be nice. There is a big difference between nice and exaggerated nice, over the top nice, okay? And you've got to be able to distinguish between the two, all right? Somebody is not going to go out of their way and sacrifice and and you bend over backwards in general for somebody that they don't know, okay? They're not going to do it, all right? You may have one person out of a million, a Powerball, one in a million that would ever do that, but in general, people don't do that, okay? It's like my girlfriend said to me one time when I was dealing with a narcissist that I was dating that was, you know, buying a lot of things and sending me flowers and nice to my kids and, you know, willing to, you know, pretty much wipe my kid's ass. All right. Or something like that. She said, nobody's that nice. And that was the truth because this particular individual was fake. Okay. Was fake. Not that he was, you know, going to wipe my kid's ass or anything, but he would have, if I asked him to, and it was all because he had, he wanted something out of me. All right. So that's how you're going to know. All right. People can be nice. People can be friendly. People can offer to do something nice for you, but it's not the same as over the top nice that a narcissist will do. Okay. And you've got to be able to recognize it. You know, a narcissist is going to be, they're going to come on extremely, extremely strong, okay? And that is your first red flag. First of all, they're going to have you on the phone night and day. They're going to be bombarding you with texts night and day. Uh, you know, what are you doing now? Oh, you know, keep me on the phone. That's another thing that narcissists love to do in the very beginning to earn your trust. They keep you on the phone. You'll be driving in the car with them. You'll be talking to them at your job. They they want to constantly, you know, be 
connected to you because they're trying to put that illusion that they're so into you so that you let your guard down and you think that this person is so enamored of you that you found a real one. Oh, we have a great, and they like, love to say this too. Oh, we really have a good connection here. They'll say that after day one or day two, after they've had you on the phone for hours so that you think, oh, I met my soulmate. And that's another thing that they do. They bring up soulmate. They bring up the word marriage in the first three months. In general, people don't do that, okay? People are not looking to get married unless they've known somebody and they're sure about that person. And even if somebody is not a narcissist and, you know, they're taken by you, you still have to question that, all right? Because they don't know you. So even if somebody comes on strong and they're not a narcissist, you still have to slow it down with this person because you don't know them. You don't know, you know, if they're just, you know, lusting you. You don't know if it's all a fantasy in their mind. They're not a person that thinks things through and and wants to see what you're about, okay? That's not a serious person. A serious person, before they make a, take a step of marriage, they want to make sure that they know this person. They can trust this person. So if they're talking about that because then they're just lusting after you because they don't know you. They haven't known you long enough, all right? So, you know, people that are smart take their time with it and give it time to see what the person is about because once you get entwined in marriage, you're legally bound, all right? Financially and everything else. So, you know, anybody that's pushing for that right away Nine times out of 10, you're dealing with a narcissist or you're dealing with somebody that's just love struck. And if they're love struck, then it's lust. It's not love because in order to love somebody, you've got to, you know, you've got to know somebody for a period of time to realize that you love that person. You've seen that person and they're good, they're bad, they're ugly, and you love them for it. Okay. It's not just that, you know, you went out a few times. Oh, I'm in love with you. Okay. Okay. Anybody could have a good time with somebody, you know, six, seven times, but it doesn't, that's not love. Love is something that you build together, that you're willing to sacrifice for each other, okay? That you've been through the hard times and you got each other's backs. That is love, all right? You, you're building together as one and you sacrifice for each other. So, okay, we're distinguishing between real and, and, and what is fake, okay? Fake is going to be a lot of flattery. And somebody made this point, and it's so true. You'll know that it's a narcissist because they're going to be too much, all right? They're going to be flattering you too much to the point where it's not real. So my my point is this. If it seems too good to be true, then it is, you guys, all right? But if you want to give that person the benefit of the doubt, you move slowly. You don't give up any kind of supply to anybody until they have earned your trust over a period of time. And I had somebody say to me, well, you know, you can know somebody 10, 20 years and you still don't know them. And that is true. That is true. There were things, I was married 13 years. There were things that came out after 13 years, but the longer that you know this person, the more you're going to get clues to their character, okay? In other words, are they responsible? Or have you caught them in lies? 
You know, do they dismiss you? Do they disappear and ghost on you? You've got to keep track of this so that you don't forget. Write it down, all right? And and this way you know, okay, on such and such a date, this person disappeared. Well, anybody that disappears on you, that was like a, not a good example, but anybody that disappears on you is not somebody that respects you and you should automatically get them out of your life, okay? Because that's just one-tenth of what you're going to see later on. And that brings me to my other point, you guys. The minute that you see toxicity, the minute, the minute that you catch somebody in a lie, the minute that you see somebody roll their eyes at you, the minute that somebody gives a sarcastic, backhanded compliment, the minute that somebody dismisses you, the minute that somebody ignores you, we're talking about covert narcissists here pretty much, all right, is the minute that you know you better back off from them and not get in the thick of it. What did I say? That's one-tenth of what you're going to see later on, okay? So the narcissist's biggest tool to manipulate somebody and get supply out of them is to kill them with kindness, okay? And this is one of the things I wanted to bring up too because I heard somebody talk about covert narcissists and they 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 were explaining, you know, the difference between a covert narcissist and an overt narcissist. And one of the things that they missed in their explanation is they tried to make like the covert narcissist is like quiet and timid timid and everything like that. The covert narcissist, when they're around other people, is going to be, you know, killing these people with kindness. They're not just going to sit in the corner, all right? They're going to want to win these people over with flattery so that these people will like them and will, you know, have that. They're, what they're doing is they're gathering up these other people in their corner so that later on they could either use them against you or, you know, they could just have these people not respect you because they're going to put you down behind your back in a backhanded type of way. They're going to pretend to be empathetic to you but still be putting you down. In other words, they may say to other people something to the effect of, you know, I'm really concerned about so I'm really concerned about so and so, you know, they seem like, you know, they're they're under a lot of stress and they're not really making sense or their judgment just isn't good, you know, they really need to go talk to somebody. This is an indirect way for them to put you down behind behind your back to discredit you so that now everybody thinks that you got a mental problem. And this is the, what they use. This is what covert narcissists use. They use the mental card to make you look bad and discredit you in everybody's eyes. But they don't just sit there like the little victim in the corner. They are operating, okay? They are a behind-the-scenes kind of operator where they're manipulating other people. They're not just sitting there like, you know, the innocent one all the time. What they're doing is they're killing people with kindness to win them over against you. And this is what they do. And this is how they isolate you from other people. And when a covert narcissist isolates you, they're taking away your power and your juice because they don't want you to be aligned with anybody. They don't want anybody in your corner. Covert narcissists 
The way they, you know, power play is by having a lot of people behind them. This is why they use triangulation and they'll say, oh, even so-and-so says you're crazy. Or even, you know, your mother says you're crazy or your brother says you're crazy. They've already worked on these people, okay? Or they could just be lying to you and saying that because what they want to do is they want you to feel small and unimportant. And what they're doing is they're trying to alienate you from other people. Okay, so the point in all this is that what they do is they kill you with kindness. Okay, they kill you with kindness. And that's exactly what the covert narcissist does. They kill people with kindness so that later on people are confused and say, well, you know, they're a really nice, kind person. And that's why I tell you, you better know those red flags, because when you're dealing with somebody who can be kind, you know, and then all of a sudden they turn cold or they abandon you or they ghost on you, that is not a kind person. That's the true person is the one that abandoned you or ghosted on you and came back later and told you, oh, I didn't have my phone on me. Oh, I went to bed early. Oh, I wasn't feeling good. And you're constantly getting those excuses when they told you they would be there for you or they told you they would see you or they told you they would help you out over the weekend. They are using excuses, okay? So somebody who's really kind and genuinely kind will be there for you, okay? They will be there for you. But when you're dealing with a shady narcissist or a covert narcissist specifically that I'm going to talk about, they will disappear from time to time. They will tell you what you want to hear. And this is what covert narcissists do. And even in the dating world, you guys, this is their ploy. This is what they do. They pretend to be there for you. They pretend to be your hero only to end up disappearing on you because covert narcissists live secret lives. They have other things going on that you are not aware of, okay? And what they're doing is they'll tell you everything you want to hear But then their actions tell you something else because they're nowhere to be found or they'll make up an excuse like they're working or they weren't feeling good. They love to say working or not feeling good or they had to help their mother or they had to stop at the hospital because they tripped in the parking lot. They'll come up with excuses. All right. That's how you're going to know whether you're dealing with real or fake. Real will back up what they say. Fake won't. Okay. So, and also some of the outlandish things that these narcissists do in the beginning with the love bombing, all right? They're talking about, you're my twin flame, you're my soulmate. Anybody who talks that shit to you, block and delete, okay? Block and delete. Because you're either dealing with a narcissist or you're dealing with a bubblehead, okay? So, you know, normal people don't do that. Normal people that get into serious relationships they they move slow with it. They date the person. They want to know about you. They don't talk all that romantic talk, all right? that We're not in a romance novel here, all right? This is not Cinderella. That's not real life. And that's part of the problem, too, because when you grow up, and a lot of, you know, women that grow up, you know, they grow up in this fantasy is Snow White and the prince and this and that. And, oh, it's so romantic and the blah, 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 okay? 
Ask anybody who's married. That's not real life, okay? <laughs> real life is that you, you, you're with your best friend who's got your back, who you're building with, who you have great times with, who you may have disagreements with, but the bottom line is you're able to come together. You're able to resolve conflict. You work as a team together to get through life, okay? That's real life. Not living in a big mansion with a big gown and having, you know, the perfect guy or the perfect woman at your beck and call. And that's not real life, you guys. Okay. And, and, you know, I'm not patronizing anybody, but there's a lot of people that live in that fantasy world and they become victim to the narcissist. Okay. When the narcissist comes around with their love bombing BS. They fall hook, line, and sinker, okay? And you get that a lot in older people, all right? There's a lot of older, desperate people that want love, okay? And they they are victims. They become victims of the narcissist that's trying to scam them for money, okay? They're telling them everything. Oh, you're the most wonderful person, this and that, and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, there's a 30-year age gap. 30-year age gap. So you got to say to yourself, why would somebody 30 years younger want to be with you, okay? Why? Because you're a wonderful person and everything like that? I, I'm not saying it could never happen, but most of the time they're there for something else, which is usually money, okay? So you guys... Getting back to whether it's real or it's fake niceness, okay? Think about it as when you meet somebody and look at it like this, you guys. Look at it like you're meeting a friend and you're respectful to that friend, okay? And you're getting to know them and they're asking you general questions about yourself, okay? Now, the other thing too I want to bring up with, you know, real niceness and fake niceness Real niceness is somebody who's concerned about you and concerned, you know, you know, they'll be very patient with it. They'll, you know, take their time with it. They'll be, they'll be interested in you. Okay. And interested in your well-being. But because the narcissist is such a fucking snake, they pretend to be interested in how you're feeling. They'll say things like, like if you tell them you were sick, oh, how are you feeling? Or, you know, can I get you soup? Or can I do this for you? And again, look at the timing of things. Is it the first month? Is it the first three months? Is it because they want something out of you? It's because they want something out of you because they're trying to get something out of you that they'll sacrifice. A narcissist will sacrifice when they want something from you. When they don't need you, a narcissist will fall off the face of the earth, okay? So that is so true. And then they come back later. They come back later when they hit the wall or something and they're trying to use you for something. So you guys, you know, anybody that's talking that bullshit romantic talk and everything like that, that's exactly what it is, bullshit. Bullshit. Stop living in a, a, a romance novel and say, you know what? Somebody shouldn't be talking like that in the first three months. Somebody should not be talking like that in the first three months. Then obviously they're most likely they're after something. And listen, oh my God, I can't say this enough. Listen to the conversation that comes out of their mouths. It will tell you if you're dealing with a manipulator or not. 
Is this person able to have a regular, genuine conversation with you about anything, all right? Things, you know, personal things, you know, about your children, they'd be interested, you know, about, you know, where your past and, and everything like that. That's another red flag you need to watch out for is a narcissist that's overly concerned with your children because, you know, nobody's, when somebody's dating somebody, most people don't really care about the person's kids, all right? So if they're bringing up your kids constantly in the first three months, okay, they're trying to manipulate you through your children because they know you got a soft spot for your kids and they go, oh, they asked for little Johnny. Oh, they asked for little Susie. No, you got a manipulating narcissist that's trying to work on you, work on your emotions because they're bringing up your kids or you're dealing with a pedophile that wants to get with you to get with your kids. And yes, that does happen. And it happens a lot to a lot of people. So if you're a single parent, you better be aware of that and don't bring anybody around your kids for at least a year. Okay, at least six to six months, at least a year, you guys, because you don't know who these people are are and what kind of sick mindsets they have. And narcissists have sick mindsets. They're, they're predators, okay? Narcissists are predators. And what they do is they're going to prey on your emotions. So don't be a sucker just because somebody says they love you, all right? What the fuck do they love about you if they don't know you? Ask yourself that. And they'll say, oh, you have a beautiful heart. You, nine times out of 10, you're dealing with a, 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 a fast-talking narcissist or they'll say, oh, you're a wonderful mother, a wonderful dad, or something like that. How do you fucking know I'm a wonderful mother or, or a wonderful dad or something? You don't know me. You don't know, What do you know me? Three months? You don't know me. So now you know you're dealing with somebody who most of the time is trying to con you, all right? Because it, it's all a con. It's all a game, you guys. It's all a game. And the minute that you, you know, you take it slowly... Or you don't, you know, fall to pieces every time they say something sweet and nice to you, then that's how you're going to know whether you're dealing with a narcissist or not. Because if you don't, you know, if you don't sit there and melt, then they know you're hard and they're going to disappear. They're going to say, oh, I can't manipulate this person and they're going to disappear. Okay. But if they start with all that love bombing bullshit talk and you're like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, oh, I'm the most beautiful woman you ever saw. Oh, I'm your soulmate. Oh, blah, 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 blah. then they know they got a fucking sucker and they're going to keep going. But if you say something to the effect to them, like, well, let's just take it one day at a time and let's see what happens. Narcissists hate that. Okay. They want to come in. They want to come in for the kill, get whatever they can get and, and, you know, dump you afterwards. All right. So you, you slow up that narcissist. That's how you kill the narcissist. You say, you know, that's really nice, but you know, let's take some time to see, you know, where it goes here. Cause we don't really know each other. And what a narcissist will do is they'll say, what are you talking about? We're grown. They love to use the we're grown card. Like you should know. No, no, motherfucker. We are, we are grown, but I don't know you because I only know you three months. I don't know you a long time. All right. So don't let them try to play you with that. Oh, we're grown. We know what we want. Let's move forward. And it's only been three months. And meanwhile, you don't know the background on this cat who could be playing you for money or sex or whatever else. All right, you guys, you got to move slowly with it. When you get hired, by a good company, 
you get hired by a bank that deals with money, they're not going to go by what comes out of somebody's mouth. They're going to do a background check on you in and out. They're going to fingerprint you. How do I know? Because I worked at investment banks where they did extensive background checks on us, right? We had to be fingerprinted. We had to have clear backgrounds and everything like that before we could work at that bank, all right? Because I was dealing on a trading floor and we were dealing with a lot of money there. So, you know, they're not just going to put anybody there that just goes by their word and puts a resume in front of them. All right. So it's the same thing when you're dealing in love. You're not going to throw your life away with somebody just because they, you know, they seem really nice. All right. They've got to prove it. Oh, yeah. You love me. Prove it. Prove it. Okay, you know how you're going to prove it in time in the next six months to a year. We're going to see how dependable you are. We're going to see how reliable you are. We're going to see if you uh, you ghost on me. We're going to see if you validate me when I'm talking the truth. We're going to see if you could take accountability. We're going to see how you resolve conflict. That's how you're going to know. Okay, whether you're dealing with a real one or not in time and their pattern of behavior, go listen to my podcast on patterns of behavior of the narcissist because I go into more depth about that. Okay, you guys. So that's just a little bit. I'm losing my voice because I'm always preaching, you guys. I'm always preaching, not just here, but everywhere. Okay, in the schools, everywhere. So um, I hope that helps you guys. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast and have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram 
the game exp123 okay and have a great day Thank you.